1992, Wayne's World, the movie, came out. It was a silly show about two slacker friends who are trying to promote their cable show. And one of their famous cult lines was, We're not worthy! We're not worthy! They would sing out this phrase whenever something particularly good happened. We used to use it, say this saying, just to elicit a laugh within our group of friends. And I don't know if any of us ever actually felt that way. We were just goofing around and being silly. But as I talk with people in my current work with story, one of the primary issues that repeatedly pops up is that many people feel unworthy, unworthy of good love, unworthy of a good life, unworthy of being treated well. They play small because they feel they deserve to be disregarded. Heck, they don't deserve anything better. Whether it's a voice in their heads that capitalizes on mistakes they've made in the past or something they have marinated in over the years as others made thoughtless comments. These feelings of unworthiness are no joke. They create small lives and relationships where people feel like they deserve to be treated badly. Let's talk about why the idea of unworthiness is a lie in every case. Stories are our lives in language. Welcome to the Love Your Story podcast. I'm Lori Lee, and I'm excited for our future together of telling stories, evaluating our own stories, and lifting ourselves and others to greater places because of our control over our stories. This podcast is about empowerment and giving you, the listener, ideas to work with in making your stories work for you. Story Power serves you best when you know how to use it. Am I worthy? Sometimes this isn't even a question we ask ourselves. It's just a sense, a feeling we harbor that influences whether we dare to think big, act big, and demand respectful treatment. I think the first question is, worthy of what? Am I worthy to be loved? Am I worthy to be treated well? Am I worthy of happiness? Am I worthy of good fortune? One of the ways that I test an idea is comparing the light that it brings. Let me explain. So, oftentimes the idea of worthiness has something to do with God. Worthiness and God have been linked for as long as we have records and written scripture. So, here is the question I ask myself. Does God want us to live small, beneath our capability? Does God want us settling for unhappy, abusive, or dark situations because we've deemed ourselves unworthy in some sense of attempted humility or attempted abeyance? One distinct scripture comes to mind as I consider these questions, and it is, quote, the worth of souls is great in the sight of God, unquote. Notice it did not say the worth of a clean soul or a perfect soul is great in the sight of God. No, it said the worth of a soul is great. If God deems the worth of every soul as great, do you think that changes because someone else on this planet told you you weren't worth so much? No. Who do you believe, God or the other? And then I ask myself, who creates feelings of self-doubt and unworthiness? Would that ever be God? Does that create light or love? No. One of my favorite scriptures is 2 Timothy 1. Quote, for God does not give us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. We are worthy simply because we are children of God. 
any other feeling is not from Him. Our worthiness is not even dependent upon our actions or the side of the tracks we come from or what other people think or say about us. We are worthy of love, happiness, and all good things because we are here, because we exist. I asked Laura Ann Turner, the author of Every Single Day and proponent of self-love and acceptance. You'll remember her from an episode that she did in February. I asked her about the idea of worthiness, and we ended up in a big conversation. So I wanted to share some of those thoughts with you because she had some really important things to share. So here are some of her insights as well. I asked her this question, what are your thoughts about worthiness and unworthiness? Laura Ann, welcome to the Love Your Story podcast. Hi, it's so fun to be here. I love talking to you about a lot of different topics and we get down a lot of rabbit holes, I think sometimes, but we're both learning and growing and it's so good to share experiences with each other. So answer that question for me. What are your okay. thoughts on unworthiness? And then we'll get more specific. Okay, you wanted me to answer that question. <laughs> So I believe, and something that I have learned is worthiness when we're feeling unworthy of something, what we're feeling is actually a judgment. And judgment is a separation from love. And whether that is self-judgment, thinking, you know, projecting outward to the world like, oh, I chose a bad thing. I'm unworthy to receive some type of goodness or some type of luck or however we deem good things coming into our life, you know, karma or something is we're projecting to the world that we're unworthy because we made a choice that maybe wasn't right. And what I suggest is that feeling of unworthiness comes from judgment. Now, whether that be, like I said, self-judgment or judgment from others because we're allowing them to judge us, it's a separation from love. So that becomes a separation from self-love or a separation from allowing others to love us because we're feeling either worthy or unworthy. Okay, so one of the things that happens in life is that we are learning and growing and we're making, sometimes we're making mistakes. We make choices that lead us down experiences and paths and sometimes those are painful. And we look at them and we're like, yeah, okay, I learned from that. That was not a good thing. So I'm going to consider that a wrong turn for me. And then that self-judgment comes up and then potentially it puts us into a place of, I am not worthy for good things in my life because this happened to me or because I chose this. So I think the worthiness question comes up a lot in, I'm not worthy of finding happiness. I'm not worthy of a good relationship. I'm not worthy of positive, of living my dreams. You know, there's all kinds of things that yeah. we think we're not worthy for. But the idea of... The paths that we take to learn being sacred places, I think, is really important. I don't think they're a judgment of whether we are worthy or not. I think they are a space of accepting our experiences as beautiful learning spaces. Tell me your thoughts about that. I agree with that totally, but it takes a very, very firm mind and a very focused diligence to get to that place you just talked about of accepting our experiences as learning. And while we've been talking about this, both recording and not recording, the thing that keeps coming to my mind is talking about maybe um, extramarital affairs, being involved with someone outside of that you're married with, because I see this actually 
happen, and I've had people go through this that I've talked to, either the person that commits that type of act, they say, I'm not worthy of love, or I'm not worthy of letting my partner forgive me if that's the choice that comes up. But what ends up happening is that when that choice is made, what I suggest is there's something driving that force that made them choose that. That absolutely. There's always something behind our choices. Something behind our choices. But then that person all of a sudden was like, whoa, I went way extreme and I didn't mean to. And so then they're feeling like, I'm not worthy of love. I'm this terrible person. And of course, we want to make the right choices. But what I'm suggesting is that if they get to the root cause of why that happened, that feeling of being worthy and not judged will go away. I don't know if that makes any type okay, of sense. Okay, how, how does that make it go away? Like, I, I think it's great advice from a space of how do I learn the most from this situation? Let me dig down to what impetus there was behind it. What wasn't I receiving that I felt like I was receiving in this other place right. with this other person? And then how do I create what I need with my spouse? And, you know, how do I work through that? I get that for a place of learning and growth. But how do we get to the worthiness space? So the worthiness space and what I take all the way down to the root of yourself and yourself comes first. So yes, you have, you know, done something maybe that your spouse, right? Like, how do you get worthiness from yourself? But you have to take it down to you, yourself, and what you're experiencing and what you're going through. Because when you're making those choices, you're choosing to not understand what's really happening in your heart. And so how does that equate with worthiness? So if you understand, let's say, I'm not feeling loved in my relationship and someone comes into my life that I feel like is showing me more love than I may be getting from whoever I'm involved with, then what I'm seeing is that they're going to show me love. They're making me feel worthy of that love. But really, if we come back to fixing the root problem was not getting love from another specific person... Then we don't ever get into a place where we don't feel unworthy. I don't know how to explain this, if that makes sense. So if we are centered on who we are and we know what we need and we know what we understand, we know why we're making our choices, but we never get to a place where we're feeling unworthy because we're understanding our personal driving forces of the choices that we're making. Which helps you understand your learning process, which which helps helps you you show mercy through your learning and growth process. Yes, because I've talked to so many people recently too, and it actually is kind of bugging me and I want to put it on a billboard somewhere. This is your billboard. (laughs) Yeah, my billboard is, I have seen, and maybe it's just because I'm cluing into this because it's been a process of thought that I've been processing to understand. People will say, my life didn't turn out exactly how I thought it would. Or, you know, some things don't look the way they should in my life, you know, meaning like they wanted something different to happen. They wanted something else. And I just want to say to you, your life is exactly what it's supposed to be. And let me just say, we talk about that all the time on the podcast. And if it's not what you want it to be, then take action and 
Make it like, what you want it to be. There's no plan B. There's no, my life should be something else. There's what your life is. What your life is, is what it's supposed to be. <laughs> and now we're not even talking about now wording not, I know I just that. I'm, so there's my billboard. There's my tangent. But I think it kind of all comes into this because I think... You hear people say, I'm not worthy of love, or someone will say, oh, I'm not worthy of you. Like, what does that even mean? Mm. What do, when people say, I'm not worthy of you, I don't even know what that means. Like, what do you mean when you say that? We're doing this comparison. We're doing this judgment of, when I hear someone say, oh, I'm not worthy of you, people have said that to me before. I'm not worthy of you. And I'm like, I don't even know what that means. That means you're exceptional and they feel like they are not an acceptable match to vibrate at your level. <laughs> Right, but it's totally a judgment, and it's, it's a self-judgment about themselves. It's a judgment, and that's what I'm saying. Like, well, why are you not just accepting who you are? Why aren't you just either being inspired? Okay, this example came up for me with you, because you are releasing a book. Have you talked about your book on here? Can I bring that up? Sure, bring it up. <laughs> You're releasing a book, and I love the cover of it. And I almost said to you, I'm jealous of the cover of your book, because I like it better than the cover of mine. There, I let it out of the bag. <laughs> but what I said to you instead was... You inspire me to make mine better. That's what I said. That is what you said. So it's like I could have compared and been like, oh, hers is better than mine. And again, this is like, we can tie this back into worthiness. Oh, I'm not worthy to be around Lori because she has this amazing book cover, but I absolutely am. <laughs> Which her book cover is every bit as fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> this is funny. <laughs> But I don't know if I'm getting the point across. It's like we have all this comparison and I'm not worthy of this or I'm not worthy to have an amazing job with a big job. To sure you are. Choose it and make it happen. I love that. Choose it and make it happen. That's the action. That's the writing your story, writing the story that you want on purpose. But so much of the story we write has to do with whether or not we feel worthy of it. Like that mindset, we have to be open to accepting all of the abundance and all of the dreams and all of the good things that we want. And if we don't feel worthy, then we stop that from happening. For example, I was speaking with a good friend last year and I was talking to her specifically about the podcast and topics. And she said, you know, the biggest thing that I run into is the feeling of unworthiness. She's in a relationship and she's been married for a long time, many, many years, probably 25 years. And I'm just guessing, but her husband suffers from some difficulties with depression and it's a trying relationship, but there, you know, there's other aspects of it. But she said, I don't feel like I'm worthy of anything better. Mm. And this is not to say that, you know, that she should leave that relationship by any means. That's not what I'm saying. But the thought it's also come up often, like I was at a mother's retreat and the idea of how unworthy mothers feel like I'm mm. not a good mother. Yeah. I am not you know, I'm I'm just not functioning at the high levels I ought to be. Everybody else is a better mother than me, and this makes me unworthy. So those feelings of unworthiness pop up a lot in a lot of different ways, but all they serve to do is to stop us from creating what we want because we put up this massive roadblock of either I can't have it because I'm not worthy of it, or I'm not going to dare seek it because I don't deserve it. Right. And then here enters in the comparison again, right? Oh, yeah. Because the only reason we feel like, oh, I'm not a good mom, is it because you really aren't a good mom? Maybe you're not a good mom, actually. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I'm saying, like, is it Or because... maybe you're on Etsy just watching everybody else <laughs> well, do everything. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, are you comparing yourself to another mom? 
are you comparing yourself to, or are you judging yourself because you, whatever it was you did, I see holidays now are crazy, right? The things mom do for their kids and families, which I think is great. Like show your family love for sure. But I often wonder like how much of this is coming from a place of love and how much is it coming from a place of competition? Mm, Keep up with the Joneses. Yeah. And so if there's anything like, oh, I'm not worthy to have a better life. I'm not, I'm not worthy. I'm not a good mom. Just stop it. Yeah. It's that easy. That's our words of advice. Well, Stop I it. mean, I've Stop been it. working on this for years, right? I've been working on this for years and years and years. And I think sometimes people will say to me, oh my gosh, you know, they do say like, you're amazing. And, you're, and I'm like, I've been fine tuning for so long. And I keep doing that. I keep going through a process and pushing my limits. But I just suggest like the comparison and the judgment, right? And if you're feeling like you're not a good mom, then be a good mom. Like choose it again, right? Why can't you be a good mom? Well, and let's define good mom. You know, good mom doesn't mean that you don't occasionally have the breakdown. You don't occasionally yeah. yell at your kids. You don't occasionally have a dirty house. Right. Not, maybe not even occasionally. Maybe that's your go-to, right? <laughs> you know what? But yeah, if, you're, just... if you're coming from love and you're doing the best that you can, and you know, there's so much that is involved in being a good mother. And I realize we're stuck on this particular <laughs> example, but, you know, but there's so much in Here's the bottom line, and that's what this podcast is about, is we are never unworthy of God's love. We are never unworthy of happiness. We are never unworthy of the ability to create the life that we want on purpose. In fact, it's our responsibility to do that. We are never unworthy of the right to travel this life with joy. And the minute you find something popping up in your life, that feeling of unworthiness, and only you're going to know where it is. This is a really Mm -hmm. internal thing. And when that pops up, that's when you get to fight that feeling. You you can't just make it go away if it's something that is innately that you've, you know, you've always felt. Maybe when you were young, you were told over and over, you're not worthy of anything better, you know, by some abusive uncle or a, or Mm. a, you know, a parent in a bad space or high school kids or, you know, whatever it is, you may have been given information that you're unworthy. But this particular discussion is specifically about the reminder That we are all worthy. Mm -hmm. We are all worthy simply because we exist, because we are children of God. We are worthy to create joy, to create happiness, to have the things that we want, and to keep trying. We are worthy to keep trying. When I speak to groups of people, when I've been asked, there's one principle I always teach, and I adapted it from Dr. Dwayne Dwyer. I love him. He has a book that's about intentional living, right? And he goes through all of these like match phrases and no match phrases in our lives. And the match phrases are the positive phrases. The no match phrases are things when we say things like, I don't have any money, right? And the match phrase would be, I intend to attract abundance of every kind into my life. Or I'm not as beautiful as I want to be is a no match phrase, but a match phrase is I am a divine creation of God mm-hmm. and my existence is beautiful. Or I think we should all say that to ourselves every morning. I know, right? I am a divine creation of God I and I am worthy of all of the greatness all of that the greatness. I want. And so I just, when I teach, I teach them you know, we have the speed of light and the speed of sound, which are very powerful, right? In science, when you're talking about those. But the speed of thought is more powerful than those two scientific things. And so worthiness comes back to like this thought process that we have of just 
tell yourself you are worthy and you're worth it and you can have what you want to have. I know that we can and we do. And like we spoke about in the beginning, you know, the judgment or the separation from love that happens. All of this is created by our thoughts like Dr. Dwyer talked about. Okay. So do you have an experience in your life where there was a space of feeling unworthy and how did you work through it? Yeah, I definitely had a time in my life and it just was in a relationship and feeling like I was not standing up for myself in that relationship. Like I wasn't being treated the way I wanted to be treated, but I was allowing the individual I was with to treat me poorly. Just he wasn't truthful to me. He was lying. And even though I could tell he was lying, I would allow him to lie or he would promise things and then not follow through with what he was promising or just manipulate and all of these things. And I just stayed in that place because I felt unworthy to get out of it. And I felt like I didn't deserve more. So I stayed for a very long time and then ultimately did find out he had been cheating on me for a number of years, almost during our whole relationship. And then it just catapulted me into not wanting that to ever happen in my life again. And from there is when I started the learning and the process of knowing it was my choice. I was responsible for my actions and I couldn't blame him either. So one of the most important things I had to learn was even though in the relationship when I was in that, I was blaming him. Like it was his fault. He was lying to me. It was his fault. He was manipulating. But I had to let go of that blame and realize I was allowing it. And I wasn't taking responsibility for <laughs> what I needed to do in that relationship, if that makes sense. So I had to get to a place where I knew I was choosing to allow someone to treat me badly. And I needed to take responsibility and make the choice to not allow that to happen anymore with him or even in the future. And I gained this great sense of, you know what, I deserve the best and I deserve love and I deserve to give and receive profound love from someone, you know, the man of my dreams. And I'm still working on that and I know it will happen, but it was for me, I didn't leave that relationship or get out of it because I was feeling unworthy to have better. You and many, many people. Thank so you for many. sharing that. So many. <laughs> I come across it all the time and I just want to say, ah, like, stop. You deserve more and you're worthy of more. And I just go back to a place for me. And like I brought up before, I didn't love myself enough to get myself to a place where I could be worthy. And I am worthy. I always was worthy. I just didn't believe it for myself. Okay. So if people are sitting here thinking, yeah, I totally get what you're talking about. Do you have any actual actions or steps or affirmations or hints, things that you can do to transition out of a space of unworthiness into a, a gut belief of your own self-worth? So the other thing I always tell people is to speak your truth. And this gets tricky because it's not to go out and say, you're an idiot. I hate your guts. Blah, 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 all these things you did to me, but to speak your truth and saying, I don't appreciate the way you're treating me. And for you to say you're going to do something and not do that 
hurts my feelings. Because then you're speaking to you and how it's affecting you. You're not telling someone they need to be different. You're not saying, you need to stop being a liar and you need to stop being late. You're saying, (laughs) when you lie to me, it makes me feel like I can't trust you. So it's putting it. And when you're late, it makes me feel as if you don't value my time. Yes. Right. So the conversation becomes open. You're being honest. You're not fighting. So speaking your truth is the first step. And if you holding yourself up as something valuable so that other people treat with that same worthiness. And I have friends who are so afraid to speak their truth. And that goes to a whole nother thing. Like they just have some things they need to unbury and uncover. But if you're like, have a fear that if you speak your truth, whoever you're with will leave your life or whatever situation it is. Sure. It could be at work too with a boss, you know? If like, I speak my truth, I'm going to get fired. If I speak my truth, I'm not going to be loved. If I speak my truth, I'm not worthy of having good things. People yeah. will reject me. Yeah. And so for some reason, we have this fear that we have to just kind of accept what happens. And that's not true. And the minute you start speaking your truth is the minute your world starts to change because so what if you get fired you'll find another job but you get this self-confidence and this self-surety that is worth a thousand different jobs or which comes back to really self-love right Mm -hmm. when you have come from a space of self-love of truly understanding your worth of realizing and coming from a place of worthiness then you require that others treat you in the same space and you live in spaces where you're given that. Right. So. So if you don't feel like you're worthy of that, then what do you do? Worthy of speaking your truth. Yeah, speaking your truth. If you feel unworthy enough, I know I'm totally putting you on the spot. I know. I don't know that there's necessarily like we're going to have some great go-to solution, but that's kind of why I'm talking about it, which is if you, if you come from a sense of unworthiness and let me share this personal example, which is super duper interesting to me. When I was doing my emotional intelligence training in the second round, there was this space where we had to come up with three words and it was on a timer. So it was rushed and your team and your coach is in your face and they're all, come on, come on, come on, come on. You have to come up with three words Mm -hmm. that were Three words that would be your mantra about you moving forward, Mm. right? And so you're kind of pushed. And I came up with, I am an open, caring, worthy woman. Uh Okay. And it was a really big deal to come up with these. And then you wrote them on posters. And, you know, it was a, it was an important and transitional time. But the thing that was super interesting to me was that when that word worthy came up, I didn't want to write it because I've mm. always had a really strong sense of self. I've always felt like I was um, worthy and worthwhile and, and like self. I was never self-deprecating. There was always a sense of confidence. So when that word worthy came up, I thought, that's not right. That's not right. But it just came and I went with it because of the pressure. And then afterward, I was so surprised because I used the mantra every day, right? Because Mm -hmm. I was working on being open. Part of why I was there was because I had closed my heart off. I had closed myself down. So I was working on being open and I was working Mm -hmm. on being caring because with closing down, you stop caring about other people, you know? Mm -hmm. So I was working on that. And so then here's this worthy word and 
it was interesting because, you know, does this word even belong here? Why is it here? And yet, once I started saying it every day and working with it, I was shocked at how many times I was faced with a sense of wrangling with my own unworthiness in a given situation. Mm -hmm. Like, am I worthy to talk with this person who makes more money than me? Mm -hmm. Am I worthy to talk to this guy who seems so much better looking than me? Am Mm -hmm. I worthy of blah, 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 right? Like it kept popping up. And then I'm thinking, holy cow, like how much... How often does this worthiness concept come up when I really had no idea it was even a part of my life? Mm -hmm. So, the concept of worthy and unworthy is interesting, but I think it's really important that it be addressed. And the reason that I think it's important that it be addressed is because it becomes a major roadblock to us being able to live and create possibility and create the dreams we want. It's the difference between living small Yes. And living big and beautiful and daring to write and feel, even dare, you know, daring to feel and daring to shine. There's been a few things that have come to my mind as you're talking about this. But first of all, what I want to say to you and I and to all those listening, why not you? Like, why not? What could go right instead of what could go wrong? Yeah, why not you? And then there's mantra that I learned months ago, and it goes through my mind every day. You playing small doesn't serve the world. So true. Like you just stop, stop holding back. And it all begins with self. And you had asked me the question. So if we have a fear to speak our truth and we don't want to do that, the thing that came to my mind is you have to stop complaining then. Stop being a victim. And accept your circumstances, because if you're not willing to stand up and speak your truth and make it different, then you have to stop being a victim in the situation you're in. And I guess, too, if you're not willing to accept your own worthiness, which is simply an inherent gift to you by the fact that you are alive and Mm -hmm. a being and a Mm -hmm. child of God, Mm -hmm. you are worthy of happiness. You are worthy Mm -hmm. of love. You are worthy of good things. Mm -hmm. And if you're unwilling to accept that, then that's your choice. That's the story you're writing. And you get to move forward in that smaller space with an acceptance that that's the space you want to live in. Yeah. Unfortunately, I mean, that's really harsh and it's hard, you know, at times to be like, oh, you're choosing that. Like, but you and don't have to. That's the you thing. Don't you don't have you shouldn't. to. You shouldn't because that's not yours. Right. That's not your heritage. It's not your heritage. But if you don't want to stand up for yourself and you don't want to be responsible to make the change, then you have to stop complaining about not making the change. Keeping it real on the Love Your Story podcast. <laughs> Here you go. Here comes, here's who I really am. <laughs> It's just because we want to put so much responsibility on other people again, right? And we want to blame other people. Well, and I have excuses. So whether it's, you know, neglecting the responsibility we have in making our lives or blaming someone else, you know, someone will be like, I hate my job, but I can't quit because I have a mortgage. Well, get rid of your mortgage. There's lots See, of ways Laura, to do that. Laura <laughs> Ann has done the whole quit your job and reinvent your life. So she's got no tolerance for people who won't quit their jobs. Well, I'm just saying, I've heard, and I just say they really are excuses. I can't quit my job because I have health insurance. Well, I don't, I don't know what to tell you, but guess what? If you had to find a way to live without health insurance, you would. Or you could quit your job, be really poor and get Obamacare. You know what? <laughs> Solution number two. <laughs> Okay. (laughs) So we're going to wrap this up here. 
If you're interested in hearing more from Lara Ann, go back to a previous episode. Look for her episode because we did a whole discussion with her about her book every single day. And you can hear more from her. Any parting words about this idea of worthiness? I really want to, every time I you know, talk, I just want to tell people they are loved and I love them and God loves them. And because of that, they are loved. And I always want them to say, your own light is your power. And in that, like, all of us have choice. No one ever, ever, ever takes that away from us. Even though we at times may think they do, they don't. So you have the power to choose and you are worthy of all the things you want. Thanks, Ariane. We are worthy. You are worthy, just as you are, to lift your eyes to the light, to seek after good things, to embrace all you are and can be, and go make great things happen. You are worthy of happiness. No one, no action, no way of being can take that away from you. You are worthy of being treated well and expecting that treatment. You are worthy of your greatest happiness. In the Doctrine and Covenants 71.6, this is also a set of scriptures, it says, quote, For unto him that receiveth it shall be given more abundantly, even power, unquote. This tells me that we need to accept our own worthiness as a child of God, for into him that receiveth. To receive that means that we accept it, that we need to accept the gifts that he has for us, that we need to accept that the worth of our soul is great, and then we need to keep accepting as that is added upon, accepting the joy that comes and the right to create a beautiful life that comes with it, that is inherently ours. I'm glad you were here with me today for this conversation. Let me levy a challenge for this week. It is to think about what spaces in your life you might feel unworthy of really good things. Follow that thought train backward when you find it and discover where that feeling comes from. And then kick that feeling out. Practice shifting into the things we've learned today. The proof that the worth of our souls is great. That God does not give us the spirit of fear, but of power and love and of a sound mind. And that as we receive all the good that is inherently for us, the good meaning as we accept this concept that we are of worth, as we accept that, that we will be given more abundantly. Loving ourselves is a crucial key that has to happen before we can truly love others. Accepting our own deep worthiness for living our biggest and best story on purpose changes everything. You are worthy. Now live like it. Don't forget the Love Your Story podcast website, loveyourstorypodcast.com. It has all the past episodes. It allows you to copy and paste this link to share it with anyone you think that might need it. You can buy t-shirts. You can buy the 21 Life Connection Challenges book that has just come out um, or reach out to me. So I'll see you next week. Live a great story and accept your own personal worthiness for all of the great things that that you can create and that are out there waiting for you.